This is Robert from Nostalgic Radiant Cars. Like most of you, I drive a car or a truck. Well, occasionally, I need tires or just a simple plug or patch. Well, my friends down at Just Tires is the place to go when that need arises. Give them a call at 727-585-9271. They have a convenient location right at 1645 Clearwater Larder Road. You can't miss them. So for all your tire needs, cars, trucks, trailers, new used or just a repair, give Just Tires a call. 727-585-9271. Oh, yeah, and be sure and check out their website, JustTires.net. Do you ever feel the need for speed? Well, experience the thrill of indoor karting at Tampa Bay Grand Prix, located at 12350 Automobile Boulevard in Clearwater. Call 727-527-8464. They have state-of-the-art electric carts racing around a quarter-mile road circuit. Bring your family, friends, and teammates for some speed, fun, and competition at Tampa Bay Grand Prix Indoor Karting Facility. Call 727-527-8464. Visit their website at tampabaygp.com. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends Corey, Jed, and Kurt at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Hey, this is Ted Nugent celebrating the American dream on Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Live from Las Vegas, it's Nostalgic Radio and Cars. I hope he didn't hang up his phone. Are you there? No, here he is. He's calling back. I don't know why he can't stay on the line. There he is. Hey, guess what, everybody? Like I told you guys before, you'll never know where I'm at. Well, right now, I'm at SEMA 2012, live here in a two and a half million square foot building, full of anything and everything you guys can possibly imagine that's associated with the aftermarket car business. Right now, I'm standing over here. I'm at the far end of the building, and with a gentleman by the name of Chris. Hold on, Chris. I'm going to see if I can put this thing on speakerphone if you guys can hopefully hear me, okay? And Chris has got this great-looking 66 Chevalier with a six-speed gearbox, some sort of Chevrolet under the hood. Now, you guys know I'm a Ford guy, but i got to respect this guy because this is a really, really trick-deck car. But this guy's going to describe his car, and this is only one sample, one example of some of the high-end, super-ultra-prepared cars that you'll find here at uh, SEMA. Chris? Or, no, who are you now? Mark. Mark, this is Mark. Okay, hang on a second. This is Mark. Chris took off on us. Now I got Mark. Hang on a second. Mark, you're talking to the phone. Describe your car a little bit. All right, so this is a uh, 66 Chevelle, and uh, it's running with a 502 big block, and it originally had the 396 Super Sport. Uh, the client originally owned the car several years back and ended up selling it at one point when he was strapped for cash and was able to get it back a few years later. Uh, so he brought it to us, and we had done a couple other vehicles for him. And uh, he really wanted us to keep it original on the outside and really make you have to look under the hood to, to see what was going on. So got the uh, 502 Big Block. It's got a Nelson Racing intake on it. Uh, it's got the Tremec 6-speed with the overdrive. Uh, all white leather interior inside the, the uh, Roman red body. So it definitely pops. Wanted to make it look a little luxurious and sporty at the same time. Pretty much custom throughout, though. Custom dash, all, all different bezel gauges, um, a, lot of, a lot of steel work in aluminum. Um, got rush fourth wheels on there, uh, looking really nice. All nice uh, bare brake package, and uh, so all disc brakes. Uh, nice little sound system that's sitting in the trunk. Dance on it is sitting just right. Got to make sure that you have that. Um, so pretty much just really, really dialing in the details with the 396 badging on the outside. Uh, got the uh, scoops on the hood. Just uh, really just making sure that all the details are there. So when somebody's taking a look, the front bumper, in fact, we actually shaved that in, pulled it in by a couple of inches, tucked up nice and tight. Um, just did a lot of polish work to use a lot of the original parts, but to make it make it look brand new and popping. So that's pretty much what we got going on on it. Mark, a little flyer on our radio show, Thousand Radio Cars. We're based out of Clearwater, Florida. So if you get a chance, you can check out the show. It will be uploaded on a podcast letter. I want to thank you for your time. 
All right. Hey, guys, let me tell you about this stuff. This is just absolutely amazing. Some of the stuff we got here is just incredible. Right now, I'm walking down the main aisle of the main hall, okay? You're going to find companies like Air Raid. You're going to find XRP. You're going to find Griffin Radiator, okay? I mean, it's just incredible. You know what? They have, everybody's got their displays. I got here Sunday, okay? And on Sunday, everything was scattered everywhere. It looked like a bomb went off in this building. These guys actually start on Wednesday. They have tractor trailer loads of stuff that just kind of, uh, magically appear, and they set up these displays. Now, the closest thing that we have in Florida is probably PRI, which actually is the first weekend in uh, December. By the way, also the first week in December is the Festival of Speed at the Ritz-Carlton, and this show is sponsored by Festivals of Speed, so I just want you guys to know that, so that uh, while you're tuned in, I want to make sure that if you guys are lucky enough to make it to PRI, be sure and come over and see us over at uh, Festivals of Speed at the Ritz-Carlton, and... Here's what you can do. You can email us, okay, at robert at gulfstreammotorsports.com, and I will get you a free set at the uh, festival. But anyway, back to SEMA 2012. You know what's really cool? Everywhere you walk, I mean, there's thousands and thousands of people. Just to give you an idea, the attendance last year was around 145,000 people. Just some statistics for you. 145,000 people. This year, they're projected to have more. Every aisle... It's got red carpeting, which is like, hey, we rolled out the red carpeting for you guys, okay? I mean, absolutely amazing here. Uh, just earlier today, just let me give you an idea of some of the people that you run into. I was walking down one of the aisles, and guess who I bumped into? I bumped into Parnelli Jones. Now, Parnelli Jones, if you guys listen to my show on a regular basis, he was on our show. Well, here he is. He's just kind of walking around. Now I'm looking at uh, KC. I'm looking at Pro thing. I'm looking at Urban. I'm looking at... Uh, uh, I'm walking right past um, Mobile One. Mobile One's got an amazing display here with uh, a couple Ferrari 458s, and they've got a Porsche GT3, and they got a Camaro out front. In a couple of seconds, I'm going to be walking around for all you GM guys. The Chevrolet display, okay? And you know what? they got a few Camaros here. No Corvettes. I'm surprised there's no Corvettes here. And they got all the little mini cars here, you know, all the little small stuff they got. I can't even pronounce the name of it, but anyway, I'm going to walk up behind this one right here. I think it's called a uh, Art. That's a new one. I'm not even sure what that is. But anyway, it looks foreign. It looks funny, but it's cute. But they got them here with an assortment of paint jobs, exhaust treatment, ground effects treatment, mag wheels. I mean, it's just incredible. Over here, I'm walking on the other side. Ah, I take it back. They do have a Camaro. Uh, excuse me, not a Camaro. They have a number of Camaros. They have a couple Corvettes here. This is actually pretty good. It's a Grand Sport, but it's got a real trick paint job. And uh, it's black, yellow. Kind of cool. Let me see here. They call this the uh, Knuckle Sandwich Guy Fieri edition. So uh, I'm not real familiar with who that is, but maybe you guys can Google that online and you can find out who that guy is. But what's really cool about this uh, display here at Chevrolet, and if you can, run your computers. Obviously, you should run your computers anyway and Google us at 10talk1340.com. Can't see me live in the studio because I'm not. I'm over here at SEMA, but you can check out SEMA because I'm sure they got some live shots going on. But they got the Hot Wheels display where they have a vintage 67 Camaro and kind of a blue color, real pretty blue. And then they got a 2013 Camaro. And it looks like both cars actually just came down the uh, Hot Wheels uh, ramp. So if you guys are Hot Wheels fans, I'm sure you can relate to that. But here's a life-size version of a 67 Camaro and a uh, 2013 Camaro and uh, with a big Hot Wheels display behind it. And it's actually pretty amazing. The amount of time that it takes to set up some of these displays, it truly does. It takes a week. Like I said, when I got here Sunday and Monday, they were still setting up this stuff. And by Monday afternoon, even at 4 5 o'clock in the afternoon, there were still guys here thrashing on setting on their displays. Okay? I mean, it's just incredible work. And then there's people here. And, of course, Monday afternoon, what they usually do is they have this big complimentary for all the exhibitors, and occasionally they allow the media guys to show up. They're like me. But they have this big outdoor barbecue cookout. got fans playing and all kinds of cool stuff. So it's a huge, huge, huge uh, grand opening party type thing. Okay? You probably hear the music in the background. Yeah, there's a lot of music here. Um, right now I'm over here. I'm walking past the McGuire's display. And obviously if you've listened to my show, you know Barry McGuire's been on a show here. And he's got a stunning pro-turing style 69 Camaro on display with some serious wheels underneath that thing. I mean, this is just incredible. And I wish everybody... I wish I had audio, uh, video equipment, then everybody could just kind of take a look at this. This is just really, really cool stuff here. Um, I walked past the guys a few minutes ago at ISCA. Now, I don't know if you guys remember them, but ISCA is International Show Car Association, okay? They used to put on the World of Wheels back in the day when we were uh, in Clearwater, actually Clearwater, St. Pete at the Bayfront Center or in Tampa at the Curtis Section. Uh, I'm also walking past right now MagnaFlow and... 
to give you an idea, I would say that this uh, display here from MagnaFlow is probably uh, 40 feet wide by probably 100 feet long. And it's wrapped around one and a half times because people are standing in line to ship booze and signing autographs. Poor Chip, and I talked to him earlier, he's been going from display to display. You know, he's a, spends about 30 minutes is what his time, his allocation time really is originally. But then what happens is, as there's so many people in line to take his, uh, get his autograph or have him do something really trick for him, that he spends an hour. So he goes way over his time limit, which is really, really generous on Chip's part. Okay? Uh, right now I'm walking past Super Chip's Edge. Edge, I'm sure a lot of guys that have trucks, stuff like that, you're familiar with them. QA1, QA1 makes some really trick suspension. They make some great spring. There's Bilstein, there's Eibach, there's Brembo. Okay, there's MSD. I'm walking past MSD. Uh, in the, uh, getting back to the ISDA uh, booth over here, okay, they got an old Autorama Corvair station wagon that was actually featured in Michigan in 1962. I'm not sure what it was, but some sort of a promo thing, but it's pretty cool. There is another gentleman here that I'm supposed to meet. Let me see if I can find him. His name's Harry. Harry is uh, basically an old-time drag racer, road racing, circle track racing, and... Uh... I guess all kinds of racing, but uh, when he gets on the air, he'll tell us about it. Also, I think he was involved with uh, Hot Rod Magazine and some other stuff, but uh, he'll definitely give us the uh, the lowdown on his uh, background. Pretty neat guy, though. But anyway, Harry will be calling in. But just to give you an idea of some of the people that I met while I was here, okay, since Sunday. I mean, let me give you the roster. I mean, many of these names you'll recognize. Many of these people have been on our radio show. i got to just stop here for a second. But let me give you a rundown of some of the people I ran into, because we've got these seminars. And just to give you an idea, you know, the history that's here. First person I obviously ran into was Linda Vaughn. She's always at this event. Matter of fact, today, since it's Halloween, she's dressed like Elvira. I ran into Ed Pink. Ed Pink was just hanging around. Nice old guy. In fact, if I bump into him, I just saw him walking by a little earlier. If I could catch him, I'll have him say a few words to you guys. Mr. Iskadarian, he was walking around. Now, there's a gentleman that's 91 years old. And he's still thrashing on this stuff, which is great. My hat goes off to him. Vic Edelbrock, I saw Vic a little while ago. You know, Vic's been on our radio show. Cool guy, cool guy. He's just really up, upbeat about the whole specialty car market industry and obviously his industry as well, you know, with the uh, intake and carburetors and exhaust and all the other trick stuff that he's doing. Don Perdome was here. Steve Strope. And Steve Strope's been on our show. Matter of fact, last year, Steve Strope was, uh, you know, he kind of escorted me around the uh, SEMA grounds here a little bit, and we talked a little bit about that. Troy Trepania, I ran into Troy a few minutes ago. I think he's over at the Mother's booth right now. I'm sure you're all familiar with Mother's, okay, the waxes and stuff like that, because they're doing some sort of award ceremony over there, okay? Right now, I'm walking past K&N, and I'm going to hang a left over here, and I'm going to go past uh, Optima uh, Batteries. You, a lot of guys probably have those in your cars. I know I had one in mine. And then uh, many of you guys are probably familiar with Source Interlink. Source Interlink Media, which is actually based out of Lakeland, they do a lot of the magazines, you know, Hot Rod and, uh, and, and Trick Mustangs and the Chevrolet magazines. And I can't remember all of them offhand because uh, i got to get up to one of the little things here. Car Craft, uh, Canyon Racer, Bike, Powder, Shutterbug, Garage, uh, Mustangs and Fast Forwards, Mopar Muscle, Gator Dunn, Project Cars. That's a new one on me. I'm not familiar with that one. European Car, Predator, Low Rider Man, you know, Surfer, Street Rider. Super Street Slammer, Sport Rider, Trucks, Mud Life, you know, they got boat magazines, PM1, I'm not sure what that is, uh, Muscle Car, Motor Trend, Hot Rod Deluxe, Off Road, Chopper, Street Chopper, Mustangs and Fords, and on and on and on and on and on. And, you know, it's, it's absolutely amazing. You know, they've got these just really tricked up displays. But just to give you an idea, just to put it in perspective, okay, the only people that are allowed in the SEMA shows or the PRI shows, and SEMA now owns PRI, okay, are people that are involved in the industry. So if you're a dealer, if you're a retailer, if you're a distributor, if you're a manufacturer, the doors are open to you guys. Just sign up. It's 25 bucks. But let me tell you, for the four or five days that they had this event, it's, it's absolutely incredible. I mean, it's, just, it's, it's a priceless event. It's one of those things that I've mentioned before on my radio show that, you know, it's, uh, you got to put it on your bucket list, okay? Let me get back to some of the other people I ran into. Oh, by the way, yesterday I was at the uh, Ford uh, uh, presentation, and the Ford presentation, guess where I met? I met Etzel Ford. Now, he was really a cool guy. He took a few minutes. He talked to me for a second or two. And then when I was standing there, I was looking over, and there was somebody there in a hat and a rock star shirt, and I didn't quite recognize him, and he kind of walked up to me. 
and said, hi, my name's Tanner. It turns out it's Tanner Faust from uh, Top Gear. So Tanner was talking to me a little bit. Guess what? He's going to be coming on our show here. And uh, so, as a matter of fact, last night after the event, across the street, they had the Global Autocross or uh, Global Rally Championships, okay, and Tanner won that. And while I was there at that particular event, guess what I ran into? I ran into Rutledge, the other guy that's on Top Gear. So Rutledge says, yeah, sure, I'll come on your radio show. So that's kind of cool. You know, oh, yeah. And for all you guys that like to watch uh, the History Channel, and the number one show on the History Channel is the big plug for uh, those guys, is the Pond Stars. Guess who I bumped into while I was over here? Yes, I bumped into Rick Harrison Sr., the old man. He was really cool. At first, you know, he was real quiet. He didn't say much. He was just kind of talking and stuff. And uh, he was getting ready to do an interview with uh, Barry McGuire. But guess what? After I was, talk- I was talking to his, uh, his, his uh, PR lady, his publicist, Laura, very, very, very pleasant lady, and uh, so we were talking a little bit. He, he was walking down the steps. He walked past me, stopped the attorney, says, Hey, kid, I'll do your show. So we may have Rick Harrison Sr. coming on the show. And we may have his son coming on, too. So you just never know. Also, while I was here in Arizona, or Arizona, heck, Scott, or where am I at? I'm in Las Vegas. Okay, got it. I'm running around in circles here, guys. I'm, ch- I'm chasing my tail. And, uh, and the reason I'm talking so fast is because there is so much to see, so much to do, and so little time. We only have an hour anyway, so I'm trying to cram as much uh, verbiage in as I possibly can. But uh, I stopped by to see my buddy uh, Rick Dale over at Rick's Restoration, and uh, that place was a madhouse. I mean, these places have turned into complete tourist attractions. You can't even get in there. Even when I was over at Pond Stars, the line looped around the building. It was a block down the street. At Rick's place, you couldn't find any parking. Rick was there. I said hi to him. He said hi back, and he said, sorry, I can't talk. I'm busy. And I said, I understand. I dig it. But anyway, that ran into his brother, Ron. Now, Ron's the big guy. Rick Rondale, and so we were talking. He took me out back in what they call their junkyard. So I was kind of hanging out there a little bit, which was a lot of fun because I got to look through the old gas pumps and old Coca-Cola machines and uh, just some other weird stuff, some old motorcycles he had laying back there and, and just oddball stuff. And, of course, as you guys know, I used to be in the junkyard business. I'm a junkyard guy, and I can't turn down to get a piece of junk when I see it. So at any rate, that was back. Let me go back to my list here. Dave McClellan, you know, the voice of NHRA, he was on our show. I ran into Dave. You know, he was running around here. Stacey Davis from Gears TV. I talked to him. Danica Patrick, she was being interviewed yesterday with uh, uh, Alan Taylor from Motor Trend uh, Radio. And Alan's busy right now, otherwise he'd be over here yakking with us. And uh, so she was kind of pleasant. She gave me a, a word or two and said, yeah, go talk to my publicist, and I'll, I'll think about coming out of your show. All right, yeah, so there's a possibility. You never know. Uh, while I was walking around yesterday with uh, Parnella Jones, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but uh, guess what? We walked past the old Borg Warner booth, and guess who was there? Dario Franchini, okay, you know, the uh, indie winner. Uh, Corky Coker, I bumped into Corky because he's got a display over here. I saw him at one of the uh, seminars last night. Alex Exidius, he's been on a radio show, and he was hanging out with his buddy Peach, of course. This was all at the Ford presentation yesterday. As a matter of fact, you know what the creme de la creme, the pièce resistance was? Is I actually got a chance to meet Billy Gibbons, okay, ZZ Top. And Billy Gibbons gave me his info, and yes, Billy Gibbons may be coming on the radio show. So that's a big play. As a matter of fact, I had him autograph my SEMA uh, media card. So that was probably the highlight of the, the whole weekend here, to have uh, Billy Gibbons actually sit there and talk to you for a few minutes and talk about cars and guitars. So I'm really looking forward to having him on the show. While I was walking down the hallway a little while ago, I ran into Lou Santiago. I don't know if I mentioned that before or not, but just in case, Lou has been on our show. He's pretty cool. He's bumming around here. Ray Everhand. You know, it used to be the uh, crew chief for uh, Jeff Gordon and the Rainbow Warriors. And Hendricks Motorsports. He was out there earlier. I bumped into him. He's cool. We talked for a few minutes, and guess what? He's coming on the show. Cammy Edelbrock. I bumped into Cammy a little while ago. Uh, she was cool. They, uh, yesterday they unveiled the uh, car that we talked about on our radio show when uh, she did the special. And uh, this is an all-woman's effort to build. A 2012 Mustang, and i got to tell you, you can go online, you can check this thing out. It's a really, really nice piece. It's kind of a flat black, kind of a bronze copper-colored wheels with a really cool pleated interior, some really trick, obviously, Edelbrock components under the hood. So it's a wicked piece. You need to go check that thing out. And while I was there talking to Cammy, guess who walks up? Yes, yes, yes. Everybody's dream girl, Courtney Hans. So Courtney walked up, and we talked a little bit, and guess what? She's coming on the radio show. So I'm really excited about that. Um, while I was walking down the other aisle over there, Classic Industries, and most of you guys have GM cars, they have Chevrolet's and Camaros and Novas and stuff like that. Uh, Classic Industries makes a lot of aftermarket reproduction parts. Well, guess who was sitting there? Reggie Jackson. Now, Reggie, I bumped into, I bump into him once in a while. I see him at uh, Scottsdale usually because he's always at the auctions and stuff. We talked for a little bit, and guess what? He had a really slick 
beautiful. I think it's called Rally Green, 69 Yanko Camaro sitting there. I mean, a legit, documented, thoroughbred car, absolutely stunning, flawless, better than restored, better than showroom new example of probably one of the most desirable 69 Camaros on the planet. I mean, an incredible car. But we talked for a little bit, and we were hanging out. Then Dan Woods walked up, Dan from uh, Chop, Cut, and Rebuild. And uh, so we were talking for a little bit. He was over at the, uh, I think, one of the other booths. I apologize because I can't remember. There's just, I, I, guys, i got to tell you, there's so many vendors here. It's amazing. I mean, right now I'm sitting at uh, Optima Batteries. I'm actually borrowing a, a stool on a table because there's so much walking to do here. I mean, we're talking serious walking. Think about this. Two and a half million square feet of buildings, and that's just in the, in the main convention center. Keep in mind now, your average Publix supermarket is about 60,000 square feet. This is two and a half million, so do the math. I think you could easily wear out a pair of shoes if you spent the whole week here walking around like what I'm doing, and that's only in this building. Wait till we get to the other one, plus all the outside walking around. And checking out all the vendors and the cars and the racing that's going on. Then if you go across town, when I say across town, it's like four blocks away, is the Apex building. There's another billion square feet over there. It's incredible. That's not counting what's outside, out front. Out front, you probably have another half a million square feet in the parking area, which is completely shut down right now because they're doing uh, drifting out there. So Tanner Faust is out there and a couple of the other well-known drivers are out there taking people on joy rides in the new Mustang. On the other side of the building, between the two convention buildings, okay, there's uh, Chevrolet's got a display out there, and Chevrolet's giving people rides in Z06 Corvette, and uh, they're just basically sliding around the track. It's kind of like a small mini autocross course. Pretty cool stuff, you know. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on here. I mean, this is incredible. Now, Troy, I see Troy from where I'm sitting right now. He's over at the Mother's Display, okay, and he's with some people right now. But maybe, maybe I'd get him to break away for a second and say a few words to people. Okay, I'm looking around here and I see Hedman headers. I see uh, uh, Edelbrock obviously is right around the corner here. You know, Milladon, that's another familiar name with you guys. Scat, you know, they build crankshafts and stuff like that. Now, I'm just in the main building. I haven't even got over to the other side of the building. When you get into the first building, and it's all broken down into little squares. And just to give you an idea, these squares, which are roughly, I'd say, 20 by 20 on an average, that spot could cost you between fifteen and twenty-five thousand dollars. That's just to rent the spot for the for the week that you're here. Then you've got to pay the other costs that are associated with getting your equipment here, getting your displays here, getting your vendors here. Then you have to sit there and set this thing all up by yourself, and you have a limited time to get it all done, and you have a limited time to get it all broken down and everything removed. So these guys hustle when they get here. You know the people when you come in here on a Monday or excuse me, Tuesday, everything's all set up, people everywhere. It's just glitz and glitter and product like you just can't imagine, okay? And it's just one of those things that you really, really, really got to check out. But anyway, I see Troy there. He's still talking to some people. I'm going to see if I can get Troy to say a few words to you guys. See if he brought anything here. I don't even know if he did. But uh, anyway, hang on a second here, guys. Let's get over there. He's talking to one of the guys from Pure Vision. As a matter of fact, Pure Vision, um, C-Stroke, he brought an amazing Mustang this year. He brought a 66-65 Mustang Fastback. Not sure what year it is. But what he did is he did it in martini colors. And the concept was as if if Ford had, a hook, had hooked up with martini back in the 60s and built a car. And everybody knows him because they did GT cars and they did Le Mans winning cars and stuff. Um, they didn't do too much in the way of uh, GT sedans because Ford did that in-house with Holman and Moody and later with Shelby and stuff, but had they hooked up with Martini. So he did this beautiful white Mustang and Martini uh, and Martini graphics with tricked-out suspension. But what was most amazing about it is it had an, an actual 65 Indy car motor in it. Now, in our area, in Pinellas County, there's a gentleman by the name of, uh, I guess his name was Tom Acker, if I said it right. And I hope he took it. Pardon me? Got Harry on the line? Okay, just put him on hold for a sec. Or let him tune in, but I'm, I'm going to keep talking, and I'll introduce him in a second. Um, but at any rate, uh, we got a, we got a caller coming in. In fact, Harry is a gentleman that I, I'm sure some of the stuff that he's involved with you'll all be familiar with. But anyway, so Tom Acker had a whole bunch of these. Had probably is best known for having one of the largest collections of 65, 66 IndyCar engines that really tricked out 
uh, motor that actually you could flip the heads around and you could have the exhaust on one side, the intake on one side. I mean, it was an amazing head. It was kind of a symmetrical design head. kind of cool. And then he sold all that stuff out to Ed Pink, and Ed Pink basically sold some of that stuff to another guy. But anyway, Steve was able to look, you know, find that motor and hooked it up to a five-speed. Did a, It's not a restoration. It's just an amazing build. Okay, that's what you'd call these. These are called street machines. That's what Steve calls it, street machines. And uh, at any rate, it's an unbelievable car. I got Troy coming over here in a second. Hang on a second, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. This is Troy Trapena. Troy, how you doing, buddy? Hey, how are you? Yeah, how's it going? Another SEMA? Where my feet are sore at that time of day, it's time to start drinking beer. So, uh, Troy, what did you bring this year? You know, this year was pretty cool. We brought a uh, 33 Ford uh, Bonneville car that we built, a little roadster, built it nine months this year, wind tunneled it, brought it out in August, put 10 passes on it, went back in October, set two records, got two of the, the two uh, brothers that own it, got them in the 200-mile-an-hour club, so that was pretty cool. And we brought a 58 Corvette to eat booth, uh, very nice understated kind of European-styled uh, LS3 bone Morrison chassis, Black, very understated, really nice car. Where's that car? Which is that car being displayed at? Uh, the Corvette's in the Eaton booth, and the race car's in the rally fan booth, kind of up by the Ford booth up the front. So it's uh, two really good spots to manufacturers work with for a long time. So how many cars you got planned for next year? Well, right now we're currently working on uh, George Poteet's Marina, which a lot of people have seen in the magazines over the years in steel. So we're finishing that, and we're going to bring it to uh, Pomona at the end of January. And also we've got a 56 Buick we're doing for Mark Wilman. Good customer. If it's a twin turbo 401 nail head 56 Buick, it's killer. Uh, we're going to hopefully bring that to Detroit and unveil it. And uh, got five or six after that. So uh, business is great, man. The economy isn't hurting. So it's been really good. So if anybody wants to find out how they can check out your latest rides, where do they go? Just get on radrides.com and check our website out. And uh, we update our pictures daily. So we have a lot of people that follow it and uh, kind of see what it takes from start to finish. Super. Troy, I want to thank you for coming on the show. And I'll let you back to the mother's thing. And uh, we'll catch you later. All right. Thank you. Okay, that was Troy. Anyway, just to give you an idea, he's hanging out here. Now, uh, I guess we got Harry on the line. Harry, are you there? I'm here. I'm here still. Where are you hiding at? I've been trying to find you. I walked past you. I'm over by Mother's right now. Where are you at? i got to hook up with you. Come on. I, can, you can you see the Bill Steen sign? Yes, I can. I'm standing walk right under it. I'm under the Bill okay. Steen sign. All right, I'm going to walk towards the Bill Steen sign. You're not too far away. It's just on the other side of Ibach Springs, as a matter of fact. And uh, so, Harry, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and uh, uh, give us some background. Well, uh, I started this whole world uh, as a racer and raced for many, many years. Uh, went in, ran racetracks. Uh, I was publisher of Hot Rod Magazine and Carcraft Magazine uh, for many years, about 20 years between the two of them. So that's kind of me, and I've been a part of this hot rod industry for from the very beginning. And uh, now trying to save some of the heritage of it so that future generations can get to know who pioneered this, what they did, and, and what their dream was and what it's come to. So, like, now, when you come to SEMA here, what all do you get involved with? What do you do exactly? Well, I've got four little... These are four little companies that uh, I've manufactured various parts and pieces that show up. Some of them are here, some aren't. Uh, but, but the main thing I'm here this year is, is uh, we started a, a, a foundation. It's a nonprofit foundation called 1320. Uh, and, and what it we're doing is we're interviewing all of the pioneers of the industry, you know, trying to get them on tape before they pass away and, uh, and, and put this history down so that uh, we can get it out on television and, and various other areas and let young people understand this is where we came from. This is, this is where your car was 20, 30, 40 years ago. Now, you're off with a couple other companies, right? Well, yeah, I'm, I got my fingers in too many companies. But, uh, you know, this is, how do you put this? This has been my life uh, for 50 years. So, you know, I mean, actually... I started racing you know, 60, 60 years ago, so uh, this has been my whole life, and uh, there's no way I can back away and just let it sit here and uh, go by without me being here. <laughs> so now, you're, But you're involved with a couple of these other manufacturers now, too, right? I mean, some of these other automotive conglomerates? I, uh, I am part owner in a company that we have just come up with a new patented equipment that we make. We actually 
uh, build a fiber that's like carbon fiber, but we manufacture it out of lava rock. And oh, really? We're testing it for bodies and, and everything, from wheels to bodies to armor, everything, and, and we're getting tremendous results there. So I'm up here kind of promoting a few people for that. And then, uh, <laughs> boy, there's a couple of them that I got fingers in that I, I can't tell you who they are because oh. I'm not supposed to. <laughs> Okay, well, now, over there at the booth where you're at, Linda Vaughn was over there, right? And, uh, well, and, and Linda, been, Linda and I, uh, I met Linda when she was 18 and I was 19. How's that? <laughs> so okay. We've been friends for a long time. Okay. Um, just to give our listeners a little bit of history, tell us a little bit about some of the guys that you used to race against back in the day and what kind of racing you did specifically. Well, I started out uh, in roundy round uh, with midgets. I had a Curtis midget. Uh, you know, if you want to throw some of the guys that used to race, Barnelli Jones and, and uh, Alan Heath and some of those guys were some of my first uh, people who managed to beat me. How's that? Uh, then, you know, uh, I went into drag racing, and I, I drove top fuel, funny cars, uh, fuel alterates for several years. I've competed on uh, – I, I drove a couple of cars at Daytona Beach for the Winston Cup thing. So I've, I've tried my fingers in about all of it. The Granatelli uh, family, uh, Andy and Joe and Vince, were really good friends of mine, and I tested a couple of their cars. So I've tried about all of it and never could land a good job. <laughs> never could land a good job. Well, keep throwing out those names, those nostalgic names. People love to hear those names. Who else is well, the guy to use the One of my... Oldest and dearest friends was Carol Shelby, and and it was uh, you know we did it not from the racing side, but because we were friends. He was good friends with uh, Bob Peterson, who founded Hot Rod Magazine. I was publisher of the magazine. Shelby and I went back before that, but we just got to be really good friends. And you know, I watched what he did, tried to uh, help him where he could, and he helped me a lot. So it, this has been a passion, and. The, my list of friends and, and people that I call good friends, uh, a lot of people say, well, don't you have autographed pictures of them? No, they're friends. I didn't get pictures, and I didn't get autographs. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, now, how many are you, are you here for the whole, uh, the whole weekend, pretty much? I, I'll, leave, I'll leave Friday morning, uh, Friday about noon, because I've got to get some stuff, uh, one of my projects that I'm doing right now. Among other things, I have a, a half interest in a major, major mining project, and we have to get it moving again. So I'm, I have to go back Friday around noon to uh, get it ready to take a group of people up to look at. But I'll be here the rest of the week. I, I got lucky enough to get into the SEMA Hall of Fame, so tomorrow's the Hall of Fame lunch, and I get to go over there and, you know, bench race with all of the old guys and swap stories again. Well, that works. That works. Well, Harry, I want to thank you, thank you for taking a few minutes to come on the air here at Nostalgic Video and Cars, and I'll definitely see you around here, okay? Okay, and if there's anything I, you guys ever want, give me a scream. Okay, we'll do that. Hey, Billy, okay. why don't you go to a song right now, and we'll be back because I'll walk to the other side of the building, okay? Just a dream here 
Right now, I'm standing at the Bear Jackson uh, tent, and I'm standing next to my friend uh, Gary Bennett. I'm sure you all recognize Gary Bennett because he's the guy that's hustling out there on uh, on TV all the time, trying to get these cars all checked in and get them looking all pretty for you. Hey, Gary, how you doing? Hi, everybody. This is Gary Bennett with Bear Jackson. I'm vice president of the consignment department and responsible for consigning all the cars for the auction. So tell us what you got planned for us in January. Well, January's going to rock, Robert. It's gonna, we got some incredible cars and. You know, we've got some, we've got the salon thing going on, which are the cars that are have reserves on them for probably north of a million dollars. We've got a half, we've got a dozen or so of those, and then uh, we got stuff that's all over SEMA. We've probably got 15 or 20 cars here at the SEMA show that we're going to sell that are just amazing. We're going to stand and ride by this incredible 62 Corvette that's just out of off the chart. Describe this car a little bit for some of our guys. Now, because our listeners, it's hard to imagine if you've never been to SEMA and seen the quality of the cars that we have here at SEMA. It's hard to vision it. So I'm going to let you go ahead and describe it because you're familiar with that car. No, it, 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 it seems as all, it's Specialty Equipment Manufacturer Association represents everybody in the aftermarket world. It's what's here right now. And all of, for, literally from the world. But this 62 Corvette started off as a real 62 Corvette. The only thing left on it that's from that 62 Corvette are the body and the four-door hinges. Everything else on it has been redone, rebuilt. It's a complete custom or it's been a part that they've been able to buy from somebody that's here at the SEMA show. I mean, it's got an LS7 on it, in it, with, uh, with, with fuel injection on it. It's just incredible. But it's, and it's powder-coated. The wheels are custom. The bodies, everything about this car is custom and one-off, or something you could buy at the show. I mean, it's that special. If you had to value this car, what would you say this car's worth? I'd say the builder's got probably three-quarters of a million dollars in it, and it'll probably bring a bear Jackson between three and $500,000. That's amazing, isn't it? It is amazing. So what are going to be some of the other feature cars that you're going to have at Bear Jackson this year? Anything that people can really, really get excited about? Well, I think I think most of us, you're, you're a Ford guy, mm-hmm. and, and I, I really couldn't be more proud of the fact that we've got Shelby's. We've got, <laughs> and it's unfortunate, Carol was a good friend of mine, but he's gone now. But we've got a 65 GT350, we've got a 66 GT350, we've got a 67 GT350 supercharged car. Mm-hmm. We've got a 67 Survivor with 9,000, GT500 with 5,000 miles on it. We've got one of every year that Carol built a Shelby's from 65 through 70. Really? So you had the whole set? We've got them all. And wow. it's going to be, I mean, that has never happened before. And we don't. the only thing we don't have right now, and I'm working on intensely, is some Cobras. I need a 427 and a 289. Wow. But that, that's not a bad hand to start the game with. Okay. Tell everybody a little bit about what they could expect. If they were to come out to Scottsdale... What kind of an experience could they look forward to? Well, it's, it, it's similar to a, a six-day rock concert, I think, in that it's six days of, of, of automotive craziness. We start selling cars on Tuesday and don't end until the following Sunday. And we start at 10 in the morning and don't quit until we're done enough, and that's after 12 o'clock at night. But you'll see, it's just, I've had people tell me it's probably the best car show they've ever been to. But then you think about the human drama. All of the cars, with the exception of the salon cars we talked about earlier, are no reserves. You've got a seller 
is going to have to accept whatever the highest bid is for that car, regardless of price. So we're always working for that guy. We're always trying to get him all the money we can. Then you have a buyer who's always trying to buy it as cheaply as he can buy it. So you have that drama over there. And most of our buyers at Bear Jackson are very competitive guys. They're very type A personalities. And you have all that going on, all that drama on both sides of that equation. And then you throw in a live television camera, a little bit of alcohol, <laughs> pretty girl, and uh, entertainment. And, 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 uh, yeah, entertainment for sure. But then you've got a live television broadcast going on, and it's got a lot of peer pressure. We'll get guys buying cars and. The next thing you know, they quit bidding on it. Their phone goes off, and their buddies are home watching them on television, calling them names for not trying to buy the car. <laughs> next thing you know, they bid again. So that's how that works. That's super. That's super. Well, Gary, I want to thank you for taking a few minutes to uh, do the show. And we are live. This is going on right now in Clearwater, Florida, so you can check out the podcast. It will be uploaded a little bit later. All right. I want to just thank all your listeners and give me this opportunity. Thanks, Robert. All right. We'll see you around. Anyway, here I am. I'm walking around, and uh, I'm going to run up to another friend of mine and see if I can get him on the air in a few minutes here. we got uh, 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 George from Classic Design Concepts. I don't see him running around here, but anyway. Nope, we're live on the radio, so I figured if I get him here, I could uh, put him on the air. Well, actually, you can talk. You want to talk? You want to talk? Look at that. i got chickens here. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk down to the GoPro uh that's probably where George went, because actually, you know what GoPro's doing? They're serving free beer. I mean, I'm serious. You know, hey, hey guys, you know, I've been to a lot of events in my day, but uh, GoPro has got a huge display, and it's the best advertising gimmick in the world. It is free beer. So guess what, guys? I'm going to see that. You tell George I stopped by, okay? He missed the opportunity. But anyway, all right, so here's what we're doing. We're going to walk down here to GoPro, because everybody's familiar with them. They're the guys that do the... Uh, uh, in-car cameras, they do the on-top-of-your-helmet cameras, they do the underwater cameras, and uh, that's an amazing uh, amazing little device, and they're only like two, 300 bucks. So um, it's a really cool device, and I think if anybody's into any kind of uh, action-type sporting events, this is something you might want to strap to your body somehow. And, uh, you know, it's funny, I was talking about that, you know, how they're actually serving beer, which they are, okay? And they'll be at the PRI show. I'm not sure if they'll be serving beer at PRI, but this is, I thought it was kind of a big killer, but I'm dead serious. I actually took a snapshot of uh, Camry, one of the girls that works there, serving me a beer. You would think I was at Hooters or someplace like that because she's really cute, and uh, she's walking over with a beer. So, hey, what can I say? And, um, but anyway, I was up at uh, last year. We were at uh, Michigan, and they had all Ford shows last Boss Mustang reunion. And what, two of the guys that worked for Pizza excuse me, not pizza, Domino's, or I guess you would say executives or something like that. And what these guys did is they gave us a tour of the whole facility, and this is something that you'll never see. I mean, it's just absolutely amazing. We get downstairs, and we walk around the corner, and they show, they're showing us the what appears to be the test kitchen. Okay, so we walk into the test kitchen, and here you have two rolling carts that are basically eh, two feet by two feet stacked with beer. Now, what do you do when you got 60 guys that are gearheads, and it's 8 o'clock in the afternoon, and you got two carts with beer, and there's probably 30, 40, 50 cases of beer. Well, guess what? You look to your right, and here's a test kitchen. And this is a test kitchen for Domino's Pizza, which is where they make their pizzas and where they make their chicken wings and all the other stuff. So next thing the little guy says, hey, guys, guess what? Knock yourselves out. They handed us all aprons. They gave us a big handful of dough, and they turned us loose in the kitchen, and we made our pizzas. And nothing gets better than pizza and beer. Okay, I'm a real pizza and beer guy, so we had a heck of a lot of fun. I'm walking outside now to the front of the building, and, uh, hey, uh, Billy, you got a little song you can just play cue up for me for a few minutes while I walk over there? Billy! All right, hey, let me ask you a question. How much time we got left? Because I'm losing track of time here because there's so much stuff going on. You know what I'm going to do? Play this song real quick, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk over to the other building, and uh, that's where they got the truck parts, they got Rancho suspension. But anyway, go ahead and play a song, and I'm going to... Get back in a couple minutes. The song's going, I can't really hear anything.
You need some serious uh, tread on the bottom of your shoes here. I'm over here in the uh, South Building. Now, this has got mostly, I guess you would say, tires, uh, tricked-out wheels, uh, ATRs over here, if you're familiar with them, uh, Dub. I'm sure a lot of you guys are familiar with that. American Racing, they have their wheels here. Uh, vintage Wheel, they've got a display here. Hunter, Hunter Engineering, you know, those are the guys who make all the... Uh, balancing machines and the uh, alignment machines, and they make all the tire balancers and the wheel machines that break down things. I mean, just to give you an idea of the displays, like, for example, where I'm at right now, I'm standing next to Mickey Thompson. I say Mickey Thompson wheels, Mickey Thompson tires. We've got this huge late model G13 Jeep, all tricked out. looks really, really good. I look across, I'm staring at Pirelli. Pirelli is yeah, a performance-oriented, and I'm winded, and I'm winded because I had to run over here real quick. I had to hustle, guys. But let me tell you, there's a lot of stuff to see, and it's all scattered all over the place. Anyway, they got one of the brand new McLaren Targas over here. I mean, that's probably most hmm, a mill. Uh, a Viper GTS, but it's last year's model. They got a Porsche GT3 over there. Uh, I'm over here and I'm looking at uh, Wheel One Warehouse. That's kind of a new name. I'm not real familiar with them, but they've got some pretty trick stuff. I mean, some state of the art stuff, okay? They've got turning wheels, and a lot of you guys that have foreign cars will be real familiar with that. Or Handshook, I'm sorry. I'm sure you guys are familiar with that TV commercial. That's a TV commercial where the guy basically jumps off the side of the building and he's got that little bat wing little thingy that he does, you know, and then the show talks about tires and trays and stuff like that. I mean, these guys are here, okay? Um, Mopar's got their big display over here in this building. Chevrolet, oh, yeah, Ford. Obviously, I forgot to talk about Ford. Ford's got the biggest display out of anybody here. Everywhere you go, it's Ford. Ford's got the cars out on the drifting track. Ford's got the big display inside. Ford's got, Ford dominates here, man, okay? And I'm not saying that just because I'm partial. It's just that they do the, the bulk of the advertising here. Ah, uh, Snap-on. I see Snap-on's got a display here. Okay. Uh, you've got uh, V Rubber Performance Tires. I'm not real familiar with them, but there's Cooper Tires that just walked past them. Hercules Tires, if a lot of you guys have trucks like I do. Uh, we all run, you know, a lot of us run Hercules Tires. Okay. I mean, it's just uh, an unbelievable event because there's everything and anything that you can possibly imagine, okay? If you get over to the first building at the north end of the complex, okay, North end of the building is predominantly electronics. Okay, I mean there's stuff that's coming out of the uh, Pacific Rim over there. I mean all kinds of gadgets, all kinds of gizmos, everything electronics, light, uh, digital this, digital that. And I got to apologize because I'm not really up on that all that high tech stuff because I'm still an old school guy. Heck, my cars have points. Okay, just to give you an idea. Um, but just, just for you guys that are high tech kind of guys. A lot of this cool stuff is here, okay? Um, Carlisle's kind of a uh, display here. They make uh, tires and wheels uh, for uh, utility vehicles and stuff like that. There's a company here called Lexani. I'm not real familiar with them. But evidently, they do something with uh, underplated vehicles and, or uh, some sort of security glasses. they got a bunch of displays here that look like someone shot uh, 50 caliber through So it's cool what they do. Because uh, I'm trying to get through this, trying to give you guys an idea of what's going on. And I haven't even been upstairs yet. we still got to go upstairs. You know, now we're getting close to uh, 5 o'clock, so they're getting ready to bump everybody out of here. Uh, I'm here uh, walking over to the Mopar display because I figure I at least owe you guys that. And uh, oh, the other thing I was going to tell you, too, is on, the, on Friday at 4 o'clock, they have this big, basically this big drive. Okay, and what happens with this big drive is everybody gets a chance to drive the car around the complex and display them to get the hot dog a little, get the goose them a little bit, smoke the cars. So it's huge, and you have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cars. Okay, I'm at the most car display here right now, and they've got the new Vipers on display. Wow, that's a pretty wicked-looking car. Um, Challenger, uh, they got a new version of the uh, Little Red Express truck. 
Power White, and then he got a vintage uh, 50s Dodge. I don't know if you guys remember the TV show, Timmy and Lassie. It looks like a late 50s, probably 56, 57, somewhere around in there. Okay, well, all, I can't say enough about this particular event. All I can tell you is that if you guys want to do one more thing before you kick the bucket, that's why they call it the bucket list, is you need to go and check out Team. Uh, I'm winded. Let me stop and uh, catch my breath for a minute and uh, look around and see what else is here. Another name you might recognize over here. Need them tires. I got to tell you, you know, the products are endless. And names and manufacturers I've never even heard of. We haven't even begun to scratch the surface. There's so much stuff here. Um, but basically in this other building that I'm at right now, this is mostly... Wheels and tires, a lot of off-road stuff for your 4 by 4 trucks, suspension pieces, uh, roll bars, uh, grill guards, uh, off-road lights, all kinds of stuff. Um, there's uh, racks up there for your bikes, scooters, and uh, your unicycle by Yakima and by Truly, you know, for like your kayaks and stuff. Even Hunter has a display here for all their heavy-duty alignment equipment and jacks and wheel balancing machines and tire machines and all kinds of cool stuff like that. Even Overhauling has a display upstairs. they got a mock setup of a studio where they're doing the car and they're taking people off the audience just to do participation. So... It's pretty amazing stuff that they got going on here. Definitely a must-see. Oh, yeah, here's another company. Continental. Everybody knows Continental. They're here. One interesting area up here on the second floor is this uh, new product development area where they display a lot of uh, new products that are going to be on the market here within the next year or so. So anything from uh, mechanical to electronics to uh, wheels and tires and uh, to uh, exterior trim for your car and cosmetics. The point is, is that anything and everything, if you are a vendor, if you're a manufacturer, if you're a supplier, if you're a dealer, whatever you do, if you want to display your products, your wares, you need to come to SEMA uh, because everybody from all over the world shows up. Right here in Las Vegas. Anyway. Don't forget that we've got uh, Festivals of Speed the first weekend in November, okay? So give me a call. We'll get you the tickets. In the meantime, I want everybody to drive carefully, stay safe, fly safe in my case, love your family. Wow!